concern of other inmates, and they said they like that. What is he teaching? Uh, teaching them a class in uh, how to handle um, different issues, you know, the, like he had when he first come in. Uh-huh. Well, they were having a lot of riots, riots since he's been teaching that class and teaching them how to deal with certain issues. It has ceased, you know. And they look forward, you know, to going to uh, Mr. Little's class every day. And he cuts hair, you know. He got his barber license. At least he'll have something on his belt when he come out. And then see, he was taught. He have um, got certified, like in building construction. And he was at one uh, institution. They actually built the house. It's something like Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, they started it from the ground, and he stayed with that program up until it was finished. So he can read blueprints, he can design. So he would get a good job if he ever get out. Right. Uh-huh. But they don't... But, yeah. They don't but, want him out. You, know. they, you would think that... You know, once you go to prison and you actually rehabilitate yourself, because that's they said mm-hmm. they said that was the the point was rehabilitation. Yeah, to rehabilitate, but that was a lie. It, 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 that's that's a big lie. Yo, 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 yo! You're now tuned in to a new episode of We Need to Speak. Alright, so when I was coming up with this topic, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't spent a lot of time on it. But in the middle of brainstorming, like this thing happened to me where somebody told me a blatant lie. I knew it was a lie. And of course, it upset me. I felt all the usual, you know, feelings behind being lied to, betrayal. You know, I felt frustrated. I was angry. I felt like my intelligence had been, had been insulted. I took it as a personal attack, but anytime somebody lies to you or some form of deception is going on, it's rarely you, or if at all. It's usually some form of um, inferiority or like insecurity that led to this type of behavior. But nonetheless, um, I took it personal. But on the flip side of that, I thought to myself, yo, what is this weird relationship that we have with deception? Because on one hand, we go to see movies, know we're being lied to. We know this stuff isn't real. We know it's not real. But we go and enjoy a movie where people are not being themselves. It's like the highest level of deception. And it feels like it must be okay when we know we're being deceived. But when we are when we are not a part of the act and we don't know we're a part of the act, it has the complete opposite of you know effect on you. We have this on one hand entertaining, euphoric experience, and on the other hand, this utter level of betrayal and disdain and such demonization behind deception. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and then I found it I found it interesting that 
we can be lied to on a conscious level, but on a on a subconscious level, our subconscious just kind of doesn't know the difference. You know you're at a movie and you're safe consciously, but when you go see a scary movie, you sweat. You experience real anxiety. You really have real fear. When you go to a sad movie, you're emotional, you're crying, you're watching a movie consciously knowing that this isn't real, but subconsciously it, it doesn't know the difference. And you could, you know, all across the board, whether it's music and all of this stuff, like people make stuff up all the time, but it's like we have this weird weird relationship and it's interesting to me you know what i'm saying and it it's in every part of our life if you want to talk about manifestation we want to talk about fake it till you make it these have real you know real consequences and real underlying tr truths to them like for instance like i just said speaking into existence even if it's not true if you tell your subconscious this thing enough before you know it you could actually be living this thing throughout so people talk about being careful what you feed your mind what you're saying to yourself and the self-talk that you have and if you can choose to say something to yourself that is not true but maybe helpful then why not do it so i could do like 500 episodes on this but we're not going to do that. I'm going to just stay on the surface as much as I can and try to be as entertaining as I possibly can. So here's my smorgasbord of research and what the f fuck you want to call it. Um, I don't want to say guerrilla, guerrilla journalism, freelance journalism that I did. <laughs> and yeah, this is about lies. So the conversation I had earlier with my grandmother that you heard on the intro where we were talking about my uncle has been locked away for a very long time under circumstantial evidence, no real physical evidence, and he's been trying to get a pill this whole time. And um, we were just talking about how the system is just one big lie and how that lie has negatively impacted our family in so many ways from one lie you know one lie has one man behind jail but it affects over a hundred people in a negative way and i thought that kind of was fitting for the intro of this uh, particular episode and you know police use these tactics that been outdated for years it is weird that it's still going on these like um, interrogating tactics the, the leading questions to the, sometimes uh, that causes some people to like make false confessions just to get out of the situation and they're also allowed to lie to you <laughs> to coax um some form of, a, of, of admission to guilt and that's not fair at all and if you don't know the law then you won't know this and they go by this thing which is weird I was watching a negotiator the other day and Samuel Jackson was you know using this you know using this tactic to see if somebody's lying to him 
in this situation and 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 it was kind of it was kind of weird to see you know what i'm saying like it sounded like real science but this shit is getting people locked up for years and <laughs> they, they didn't really do anything and it was like he said something like you're lying and i know you're lying oh you know it huh but you read my mind roman is that it no i'm not i'm reading your eyes the eyes can't lie didn't you know what i was doing a quick lesson in lying. See, this is what us real cops do. We study liars. Example, if I ask you a question about something visual, like your favorite color, and your eyes go up and to the left, well, neurophysiology tells us that your eyes go in that direction because you're accessing the visual cortex. Therefore, you're telling the truth. If your eyes go up and right, then you're accessing the creative centers of the brain, and we know you're full of shit. And it's like, we don't really know that this is bullshit because nobody really thinks to research these type of things until you're in a situation like my family is in, you know, like somebody going to jail for 175 years behind circumstantial evidence or maybe like the um, Central, Park Five, Central Park Five or countless other people who have been falsely incriminated and thrown behind bars behind pseudoscience, you know what I'm saying? And uh, but we 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 as people we want to believe what we want to believe. So it's not like we are inexplicably bonded with the truth. Like we just need to hear the truth. We don't need to hear the truth. We need we we are in search of our own truths. Like how we jump on Twitter and we jump in these echo chambers where people are saying and repeating the same ideas we have. And then that gives more validation to the things that we already believe. And we stop saying that these things are belief and we start treating them as facts. And we start hurting people and demonizing people and canceling people and hurting people. And based on the fact that we think we're telling the truth, so I hit the streets, of course. I wanted to talk to some people and I wanted to ask some questions and I wanted to, you know, kind of get a, you know, grasp on some things that are going on in their head when they hear a lie or when they tell a lie. And, you know, this is some of the stuff I heard when I reached out to people. Question is, um, what is the first lie you remember being told and how did that make you feel? And what is the first lie that you remember telling, and why did you tell that lie? First lie I remember being told. I don't remember a lot. remember the lies. I'm not really sure how to respond to that question because I don't remember. I really don't know. Okay, so I don't really lie a lot, so I can't think of the first time I told a lie. All right, so here's why I say cut the bullshit. As you can see, <laughs> nobody seems to remember lying, which is crazy. So either I talk to the most honest people in the world, or all of these niggas is lying to me. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to put my wagers on the fact that these niggas must be lying to me. But... You know what? Some pe people don't like to open up. It's not easy, you know, admitting that you've been told a lie, that you tell lies is a very vulnerable thing. So, you know, I put my journalistic skills to work, you know, push a little bit, and, you know, I got a few more answers. So, back into it. 
The first lie that I remember was my girl telling me a lie. Made me feel horrible. As a manager, people lie all the time. Usually I feel as if they think I'm an idiot because they don't think I'm going to go back and verify what they just said or they think that because I'm nice, I'm just going to let them tell me anything and get over with it. Um, so usually that's how I feel when they lie to me. Like, I know I used to get beat all the time because I used to lie so much. I just lie a lot when I was little. Um, but I'm sure I was probably about, hey, baby, hey, hey. Um, the first lie I remember, really, really remember telling, like, vividly, I was in the seventh grade, and we had got report cards. And this is when I was trying to be like the hood kids from Wilson. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was trying to be like the hood kids from Wilson because they was coming to our school. I went to Randolph. Why as hell? Hood kids come, you know, fuck up the whole demographic of the school. So I'm not doing work or anything. And I got my report card and I threw it out the window. I told my mama that I didn't get my report card that day. Like, they forgot to give me mine. First lie was like the first time I went to the studio and, you know, my mama to be Christian and shit. My dad heard it and was like, y'all on that cussing. I was like, no, we ain't. <laughs> Shit like that, something like that, you know. Well, I remember being told probably have to be from my parents. A lot of me about who my real dad was. Um, I think I found out because I found some um, adoption paperwork. But that shit made me feel like I was in like a movie, like. Ain't no way I was being lied to, like, by my parents, like. <laughs> like, I had seen that shit on the movie, like, so many times. I didn't think that was gonna be me. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I heard this, it touched a real nigga's soul, man. Almost brought a tear to my eye, because I couldn't imagine being lied to about something so serious as who my creators were. Or who that might be. But then she kept talking. All I ever told somebody was <laughs> I told this dude that I was fucking with at the moment. Like, who's dating or whatever? But, oh, I think he was my boyfriend. Yeah, 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 he was. He was my boyfriend. And then I started talking to somebody else. And I told him, I was just like, you know what? I think I just need to be single right now. And, you know really work on myself like I got some stuff going on. <laughs> but really, I just want to talk to this other nigga. Let's <laughs> see what he was about. She belongs to the streets. <coughs> Damn. Sure, they gave it up. <clears throat> but seriously, like, even in that, you can see the, the trauma. You can almost feel you know, the hurt in some of these stories. And, you know, some of them are a little lighthearted and a little funny. But we all can agree that there is some type of everlasting effect when we've been betrayed or been deceived. And um, so I came up with this idea where I was going to, like, ask random people, do we unanimously believe that lies as a whole is just bad? Like, there's no other way to look at it, but it's just a bad thing. And the question is, does lying make you a bad person? So yes or no question. Don't think too deep. No. It makes him not a good person. That's an ambiguous question. I know, but I need like a 
Where do you fall on this spectrum? No context. Just if you lie, are you a bad person? Is lying bad? I don't think lying is necessarily bad. What happened to you? What happened? No, 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 nothing. Nothing. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, so mixed reviews on that maybe, but I still felt like at the end of this little thought experiment that I had, I still had a lot of questions. There's so many things that were left untapped you know during this whole uh process but at the end of the day that is what this podcast is for you know we need to speak i want to hear from y'all like after you hear this podcast and you you know see the little holes and the little things that i kind of left out and some of the things i didn't speak on that maybe you want to hear about like let's open some lines let's talk about this like you know you can hit the uh instagram you can comment on the uh Apple Podcasts, I don't even know if Spotify will let you leave comments, who knows um, but yeah, just like, you know feel free to send emails we need number two, speak at gmail.com you know what I'm saying like, accessible, if you got questions or you wanted to advance this conversation or maybe you wanted to have a topic of your own that you really wanted to speak about, hit me up maybe you can even be a part of the podcast, I'm always accepting new sound bites and, you know I'm welcome to anybody who has anything to say about anything because this, that's what this is for, to open a platform for honesty and non-biasness. And you could even stay un- anonymous. Like, there's no person or no thing not welcome. Well, hopefully you're not a thing because I'm just not, I'm not ready for that truth. If you're not human in any shape, form, or fashion that you speak, Maybe not here because I'm just, I'm not there yet. But as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hear from the people out there, man. Like, as always, man, thank you for tuning in. If you did tune in, and obviously you have if you are hearing me say this. But anyways, yeah, man, thank you. This has been fun. Uh, This is about lies. And we spoke on (laughs) whatever the final out of end this shit. Peace. Yo, check this shit out, man. Hey, yo, God, give me a cigarette, man. Yo, here you go, here you go, here you go. Yo, check it out, man. Check out what I got here, man. What is that? What's that? Yo, it's a letter I got from my man Nas, man. Where was born? What up, kid? I know this is rough doing your bit. This particular episode is dedicated to my uncle Ryan Little, with whom I believe to be incarcerated behind false charges due to the broken prison system and legal system that we are currently still dealing with in 2022. He's been in jail for over 20 years now for a double homicide that none of us believe he committed. And we just want to see him come home. One love. For selling dollars on a dime Hanging out with young thugs that all carry nines And nighttime is more tripe than ever What up with poor mega? Did you see him or y'all together? If so, then hold a fort down Represent to the fullest Say what's up to Herb, Ice, and Bullet I left for half a hundred in your commissary You was my nigga when push came to shove One what? One love One love One love One love